this is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor of the Altamont Enterprise, here today with a business teacher par excellence, Joan McGrath. Welcome, Joan. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, I am just so excited to have you here um, because I had a very old-fashioned idea of what business education was. And recently, Joan called our paper, as I assume she does with other local businesses, to see if a student might come and intern. And I just thought, we've had her in our pages. People have seen her getting awards from the school district or from Ithaca College. She was recently got the Market Maker Business Award, and I went online and I looked up the Rate My Teacher. Her students love her. They all say very similar things. She's tough, but she's fair. She makes you learn things that you don't think you're going to need, and when you get out in the real world, you're ready. So I'd like to start just by finding out a little about yourself. Tell us how you grew up and what was your journey to get to being a business teacher? Okay, well, so um, I started my career actually in finance. Um, I'm originally from Long Island, but I went to Siena College. I graduated from Siena um, with a degree in business and moved down to back home and uh, worked So in, let's just back yeah. up stop here with <laughs> Siena. What drew you to Siena? It's a gem of a little college, but I imagine on Long Island it isn't like a big name. <laughs> well... Actually, there are, are quite a few people from Long Island that go to Siena. Oh, um, okay. it, it's um, f- actually from when I went, there were probably, uh, I would say, maybe 30% or more of the students came from downstate as opposed to just upstate. Um, so there were lots of us from Long Island area uh, that went to Siena. And um, I was drawn to it. Uh, came up and did a visit and loved the the atmosphere, the sense of community, the values, and I just met people that I really connected with and I loved uh, loved it there. So I went to Siena and actually um, met my future husband there, and uh, we've been married now for twenty six years, I think twenty seven years almost. And uh, I noticed yeah. on your Twitter account you just find yourself as wife mom, and then teacher. (laughs) So that must be very important to you. Well, yes, it is. So when I went to CNI, after graduating, I moved back down to Long Island, worked in the city for a couple of years, and my husband and I kept dating. He also was a Siena graduate. And um, then we finally decided, okay, well, we are going to get married. And we um, were looking at where we wanted to decide to live. And um, I loved the upstate area. I loved Albany. Um, and we decided that I would move up here. And I continued to work in finance. I worked for Key Corp um, for probably, oh gosh, 12 years I worked for Key Corp. Oh, so I worked wow. in finance and business for 15 years and I worked uh, for Key Corp for 12. What and, an unusual path. I yeah. think of teachers as people who go to college and study education, but you study business or finance. Mm-hmm. And then I got my master's. I got my master's from Sage. Um, loved that experience as well. My teachers there were fantastic. And what was nice about that was as I was going through uh, my graduate work, I was still I was working in finance 
everything that I was doing in my graduate work, it was like the textbook and real life were meshing. Um, everything I was learning in ac- my academic world was being applied in my work experience on a daily basis. So that was really great. It was a fantastic way to learn because what I was learning academically was being applied on a daily basis. So then I uh, was working in finance for Key, loved that experience, but I worked for uh, the, the finance uh, arm of uh, Key Corp, and uh, it involved a fair amount of travel and different things, which was fantastic. But when I had my kids, um, I needed a little bit better balance. How many kids do you have? I just have two, um, and... Um, they're great. I love my kids. My husband, we're fan- you know, it's great. Um, they are, my son is a sophomore at Binghamton, and he's uh, in uh, the PwC Scholars Program in, at Binghamton in business. And oh, he's following in his mother's footsteps. And father's, yeah, and dad's. And uh, then my daughter is a senior at Gilderland this year, and she's looking to go into physical therapy. Nice. So, um, so when I'm old, she'll take care of me. <laughs> my my son will manage our finances. My daughter will take care of making sure we're in good health. Well, so it was becoming a mother that made you decide to switch careers. A little bit. So, in my business career, one of the things that I routinely did is I mentored people, and um, as I moved up the, um, I guess, corporate ladder, if you will, Um, at at every stage, I found myself working with trying to teach people things that I had mastered or had learned and um, felt that it would be beneficial to other people. And so when I was at Key Corp, one of the things that my group created was we created a an internship program on the business side and then we also created a whole training department that was subsequently implemented within the whole finance company and then when I started evaluating like getting this better balance um and thinking, wow, well, what are the things that I like about my business career? One of the things that I really enjoyed was helping people to learn things. So then I looked into going back to school and um, getting my certification to teach because I still identified with myself as a, a professional, as a as a as as a business person, and having a career. And so even though my my um, life was changing, and I'm going from just being a mom and a or wife and a business person. Now I'm now a wife, a mom, and a business person. So I needed to sort of fit all of that stuff in. And um, so I thought, well, I really, really love helping people to learn new things. So I went back and got my certification back to Siena, and um, became a teacher. And so then. I taught business because I had my experience in business. And And what a great thing for your students to have a teacher that had that kind of experience. I I think it really is. And I tell my students that every uh, every new class of students that I get, uh, I'm like, I'm there for you. What I spent 15 years doing, you have the benefit of... um, of experiencing through me because I can help you with things. I can help you with things that maybe other teachers can't because they have only been in an academic um, role. Uh, so, so 
I work with students all the time. As a matter of fact, I just got an email from a student yesterday to ask if I could be a mentor for him and uh, his partners. Uh, one of the other things that I do now is I help with that startup high school um, program where students who have a business idea or a product idea, they uh, we created that last year with our student Arnav um, Cannon, who um, I think you guys had a couple articles in your newspaper. Yeah, we did, but tell yeah. us, tell the people that are listening that haven't read those stories, just kind of in a nutshell what that, how that works. So one of my former students, Arnav, was interested. He had gone out to Michigan and done this program out in Michigan called Startup High School, where students just come and they have an opportunity to learn about um, like pitching a business idea. And so he went to this, had a phenomenal experience and wanted to try to bring that back and share that with students here in the Capital District. So he approached me to see if we could try to create a startup high school in New York in the Capital District for students throughout the Capital District. And um, Arnav, myself, and Robert Manassier from UAlbany put together a program, and we did our first startup high school New York last um, January, and um, it was a you know, it was a huge success. It was wonderful. Yeah, and some of the ideas were amazing. Amazing, amazing things that these kids thought of. Fantastic ideas. And so uh, Arnav is doing fantastic. He's at Wash U, and um, he has continued, he wants us to continue to, to, you know, um, do the Startup High School New York. And so Bob and I and Arnav from afar, and now I'm bringing up two new sets of students, two new students from Gilderland who are interested in helping to continue it because our motto with Startup High School was um, it was created by high school students for high school students. So we're continuing that by bringing in a couple of new new students, Suhan Suresh and um, Nick uh, is also helping us out, um, another young boy, and um, Nick Sanza. And um, so we're continuing it and we have our next event is going to be on March 2nd over at UAlbany. And um, the Center for Economic Growth loved our model so much, and they they had students from our um, startup high school participate in this, the center's program over at Siena last year, and they found that our students were the best prepared to present their pitches for their business. And um, so the Center for Economic Growth has asked us to um, kind of do ours in conjunction with theirs so we're kind of working with them as well and it's growing yeah yeah Yeah. it's yeah well i'm just looking at a list of the things that you do i'm just it seems like you must think about students in their entirety because one of the things we also wrote about but i wish you could talk a bit about because everyone that listens it doesn't necessarily read our paper you and heidi cutler um, started this program for kids that usually get free lunches at school um, so that over the weekend they can take home food in a backpack. And just tell us a little about how that even occurred to you and why it's important. Well, so Heidi um, and I were brainstorming some ideas because um, 
what had happened was there was there were some things going on a few years ago back at school, and um, we had gone and uh, seen the the mission over in Schenectady. They have uh, a backpack program, and um, we talked with them a little bit about doing something for what you call basically food insecure people mm-hmm. and are among our most needy in our whole entire country uh, are our students are um, students they're food insecure they have options during the week when they're going to school because they have the free and reduced lunch but then maybe on weekends there's not really a lot there for them and so we talked about it and um, we decided that we would take more of our own approach to the program and so what we did is we created a program at the high school where um, we utilize our students in our school to work program as an in um, an in-school um, work-based learning opportunity we give them um, some time in their schedule to help us out with the the backpack program so we get donations from the community and um, the Gildan community has been phenomenal in providing both food donations and monetary support um, for the program we've had some really truly wonderful people that have helped us out and we have volunteers every single week who help go pick up uh, the food for our program um, up at the region up at the regional food bag so we were getting our school to work program uh, kicked off at that same time and we thought well this would be a great way to provide our students who are in the school to work program um, just uh, tell us a little uh, about what that is okay the school okay so we decided we would bring the school to work students together with the backpack program and they help us with um, organizing inventory and then packing the backpacks um, on a weekly basis. And, you know, our community volunteers and our community donors help to support it in terms of funding and the delivery of um, the the food to us. Um, And then the kids go home with backpack full full of food every week. Um, That helps to supplement things that they might not have otherwise. And I would think in addition to the nutritional boost, which is all important, it would just make them psychologically feel good. Absolutely. Like people cared. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah. Just mentioning the school to work, if you could kind of fill us sure. in on that. Sure. Um, so the school to work program is um, for our students that have some so, some form of uh, learning disability or other type of disability, and in their individual education plan have um, a work based learning component to their um, education. And so we used to outsource that area of their education to an outside agency and we still partner with that outside agency um, quite a bit with support for job coaches and the like Um, but we decided that we would um, take that inside and do it internally um, at the high school because we needed to make sure that um, there was a continuum of support for the students so what we did is we created like a uh, a three-tier component to this work-based learning um, and really what we overall call transitions for students. So uh, internally, myself and then another person, Michelle Martin, uh, up at the high school, she focuses on the transitions piece and helping the students to be able to transition to 
once they graduate or leave Gildon and what types of things would they qualify either for services or um, what would they end up doing, whether it be, be a collegiate or going to work or whatever. She helps to coordinate that. And then I, along with some other teachers in the school, do the um, work-based learning. And that provides them with some sort of work training, employment training, and um, and and also some life skills types of things. We also pair that with um, an in-classroom experience. And so that's really the real add value. They go out, they are learning out in the workplace, but then they come back to school. And in the classroom, we work on the skills that they're really applying out in the workplace. So anything, it can be anything from soft skills like communication, interpersonal skills, um, good hygiene, um, time management, Management, being you know being on time being punctual um, interpersonal skills like attitude and motivation any of those types of things that maybe for other people might come a little bit easier we work on those things with them we also help them to do career research what types of things do you like what are your interests how could they be applied in a work setting um, so we, we work with the kids on all of those types of things and then we try to help them find work experiences that will help them to build their skills and make them ready to be able to go out and get jobs and these these kids really they just they want to be able to feel valued just like everybody else and they want to find their fit in life um, just like everybody else and so we're helping to provide them with that opportunity to find that fit and then help the community to know that there is a fit for all these these people all these kids you know that as they're coming up there's a right place for everybody yeah because work is so essential in yep. defining who you are and fitting into society so are you and looking, feeling valued yeah are you looking for businesses to do this with uh-huh. if somebody's listening and thinks this might be a fit for them who would they contact How they can they? contact me they okay. can contact and me this is through at, the high school yep uh, they can contact me up at the high school they can either send me an email um it should I say my email? Yeah, <laughs> McGrath sure. J at net, or they can call the high school. My number at the high school is 518-861-8591, extension 1021. They can do either. Um, they can also just call the high school and... Um, uh, you know, ask for me, and they'll they'll transfer me, uh, transfer them to me. Great. So yeah, and we've I, got great businesses that have been involved. Um, you know, up here in Altamont, we've had like Altamont Auto, Agway. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Oh. Um, Bella Floor has done an internship with us for our internship program. Um, we've had like Tractor Supply and. Um, Vent Fitness, the library, um, the Y. Uh, We have a new placement at the Residence Inn over on Washington Avenue Extension. Um, uh, Short and Stout Tea. They, yeah, they've... um, They've come on board this this past year, and um, you know they're they've mentored a couple of students or found placements for a couple of our students. 
Fifi's consignment shop. Oh, wow. So lots and lots on. of yeah. lots and lots of businesses that, uh, that have take a lot of effort on your part finding all those matches. But I'd also like it if you could talk about um, the curriculum because, as I said when I started this podcast. Um, for those of us that have gray hair, <laughs> you have gray hair. I have but lots you're of gray hair. <laughs> um, business classes were almost entirely female, and they involved learning things like shorthand and typing, as opposed to, and I had a list of the courses you teach, they're just amazing. <laughs> Yeah, And when you do this presentation for the school board, one of the students that came back from college talked about things he had learned in your class that allowed him to pay for his own college by becoming, in essence, a landlord. So, I mean, it's it's not your grandmother's business program. If you could just kind of tell us um, the kinds of things that your department teaches and also the kind of technology you're using, I think it would really be an eye-opener for people. Yeah, so in terms of courses, what one of the nice things in business is that we do offer a very, very wide variety um, of courses. Uh, and, you know, it, it's nice and it's diverse, and that's really because that's what students are. Students, there's no one cookie cutter model for what a student might be interested in exploring. So the diversity of our courses is very wide. Uh, we have m- many, many college courses in our curriculum and our, um, pardon me, course offering. And uh, we offer our college accounting, our regular level, a uh, 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 full-year entry-level accounting program. We offer a, biz- a college-level business law. We offer college marketing. Um, we um, just created a social media marketing course for next year. And uh, we offer an entrepreneurship course. We offer um, a hospitality management course. We offer several different types of financial literacy courses. Um, we offer, let me think, what else? A sports marketing course. <laughs> so we have lots it's of different, and it's a, uh, lots, yeah. yeah. And um, we also, we have um, classes that, we have a basic computers class, and then we also have um, uh, an office Google um, college credit level class. Uh, so there's, you know, different different class levels depending upon the needs of the students so um you know so there's lots of different variety we also have like i said these classes that are for the students that are in the work-based learning and we have an internship course which is for students that are looking to explore a career in a uh, explore a career and help them to try to decide is this something i would like to do in Life And I've had students that have gone through the internship program and said, yes, this is absolutely what I would like to do. Um, I've, I've loved it. And then I've had students who have um, done internships and been like, oh, this is not what I thought it was. And but that's very valuable, too. It is so valuable. Because they start yes. on a college career in the wrong direction. Correct, right. And, and so I look at it and I tell them, that's a win. It is absolutely a win because you can refocus before you go out there and spend a lot of money and decide it's something that you're not interested in. So the internship is uh, internship program is a, a 
phenomenal opportunity for students. And, and again, that's the same type of thing where we go out and we find businesses, local businesses, who um, would be willing to provide somebody that would me- you know mentor our our students. Um, in the work-based learning, we have a job coach that goes out and works with the students and guides them there on a daily basis. But on the internship side, the interns are there um, independent students, and they're pretty pretty much going out there, and um, their mentor is their primary um, source for feedback and direction and the like. Uh, so, and that's you know great experience for them. We have a third work based learning opportunity for students, which we don't often do, and our our department would like to see more students involved or enrolled in that. And it's called work experience program, and it's for students who already have a job, maybe an entry-level job, maybe they work in Price Chopper, maybe they work in Burger King or some place in the mall, and um, they go and they do their work based, their their work, their employment, but then they also take a class at the high school um, that meets one or two times a week, and um, they the class really just focuses on the softer skills, like the what we call the employability skills. And sometimes our students are a little bit lacking in that area because that's something that, you know, maybe isn't um, emphasized every place else in, in their academic world. And, um, you know, sometimes you know kids just don't pick up on the the appropriate cues like how important it is to be punctual or how important it is to um, have good interpersonal skills and how to resolve a conflict and how to be a good team player and what does it mean to be self-motivated and all those little things that really differentiate a student you know from being an okay employee to being a good employee who can get promoted in advance. Yeah, just the idea that you can isolate those things and teach them. I know um, your department did a survey of local businesses, and this was several years ago, and I don't know if it's changed, but the first rated skill that they said that they wanted from employees was personal responsibility, followed by time management skills, followed by oral and written communication. And I think so often in high schools, um, teachers are so geared towards the subject matter that they don't think of teaching those things. So I wonder, is that still what you're finding? It absolutely is. Um, Maybe there's a little shift. It seems lately that there's an increased... um, emphasis on communication mm-hmm. and that might have a little bit to do with the fact that our thumbs get a lot of exercise nowadays yeah. with texting and the like um, and compu- you know, computers where we email and things like that so uh, it seems a little bit of a shift still the, for sure um, personal responsibility, time management and interpersonal skills are, are certainly still right up there but it seems that there is a, a greater emphasis now on the oral and, oral and, and in, you know the written communication skills have kind of come back into the forefront in terms of a higher demand and higher need for that um, b- because people are not necessarily c- communicating as effectively right their yeah. face-to-face communication has it's, it's been dropping away correct um, another thing I'm just curious about um, is the gender makeup of your classes. Do you have as many boys as girls now that are in the business programs? Actually, I find 
that definitely yes. It might vary a, a slight bit between different classes. Um, so I always find, honestly, like in my college classes, I have probably more gentlemen than ladies in some of them. Like my college accounting class, I often find has more um, gentlemen than than ladies and. That's kind of a bummer because being yeah. a, a woman in business, you know. But well, I was um, going to ask but. you about that too. Your fifteen-year career at Key Corp. Did you run into that proverbial glass ceiling, or was that not an issue for you? Did you feel like you? Were- I would have to say that I was really pretty fortunate myself. I would say I ran into some of that earlier in my career, prior to actually starting with Key Corp. Um, I ran into that. But when I was working for Key Corp, I did not find that to be the case at all. I really found um, the, the the team of people that I worked with at Key Corp to be extremely um, supportive of the, the females in management. As a matter of fact, that's, I, I mean, I went up the, the, the curve. Wow, I, yeah. I, I was made a vice president by the time I was 30 at Key Corp. Yeah. So... I, I would say that I didn't really run into that, and um, I, I know that within my group um, in the, the, the leasing and finance company, we had a lot of um, management people that were women business Because people. also what I notice when you're describing these different courses that's changed, back in the dark ages, it was like you were in business courses sort of a handmaiden to the boss, you know, as opposed to being like the courses you're saying, entrepreneurs and you know, really sort of leadership kinds of roles that you're instilling in these students. You know, I, I personally think that, you know, I think women can do anything they want to do in, in business or any field that they want to go into. Um, and I would say that in our classes, we've, I think some of our classes, like I said, maybe have a, a few more young men not really 100% sure why, but I think that all of our, our young ladies do equally as as well, if not better, depending upon the, the particular student. But um, it's it's great. I love I I love seeing um, you know the, the student interactions. They're they're fantastic. Um, you know, in my corporate law class, sometimes we get into some interesting discussions. Um, of, you know, and sometimes they come out a little bit male, female, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes there's a little bit of um, people that side on topics, depending upon their gender. But for the most part, I think, just like you see out in the workplace, um, there's really um, a lot of interactions and communications and um, the like. And there isn't a lot of, I would say, discrimination or um, isolation between folks as genders. That's good to hear. Yes. Our time has gone so fast, but there's so many things I didn't get to touch on, but I'm going to pull up one more because I think you're also the advisor to the mock trial team. Is that right? Unfortunately, I, I had to give that up. Okay. I did. That was one of the things over the last few years. Yeah. I wish I didn't, I wish I had more time to do that. I still mentor the investing club, um, the investing in your future club, and that's fantastic. We have a lot of great young kids that are learning about investing and um, money management. We're actually going to a uh, competition um, in 
Oh, gosh, it's in April um, over at UAlbany for um, a stock stock market competition. It should be great. It should be How fun. How do you have a stock market competition? How does that work? Uh, so we there's a lot of online simulation things that take place. We participate right now in one of the simulations through Ithaca. They have a, a competition, and we've participated in the Wharton competition in the past. Um, and then we do some online uh, competitions internally with the, a program called or you know um, a tool called How the Market Works. Uh, I'll use the, some of that in some of my classes as well, where it just gives the students um, an opportunity to simulate investing. So these. Uh, the, the websites will have um, a simulation of the stock market, and then you can pick your stocks and manage your portfolio and make investment decisions just like you would in the real world. Oh and so our, our students form together and make a team, and then the team has to decide on selecting investments to put into the portfolio or to take out of the portfolio. It's really pretty interesting. It's interesting to hear what the kids have to say about why they would invest in something or why they should you know, pull something out of the investment. And, and I bet it makes them very aware of current events, you know, with what happened in December with the stock market and kind of watching the world through the eyes of somebody who knows what's happening with investments would be. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's pretty neat. They, you know, and just the curiosity behind, well, why did this happen? Like, why did this stock go up or stock this stock go down. One of my big projects that we do in my college accounting classes, we have the students do a full-blown financial analysis. And we were just talking about some companies today in class where um, they picked a company and they have they they start out by just tracking their stocks, and now they're kind of building on that and learning um, to investigate the product mix and the industry and the competitors, and they'll go into analyzing the financial statements and the like over the rest of the course of this semester. And so they were talking about their, the stock price of this one company and um, and how the stock price has changed over the last few months, and then we pull up their financial statements and um, we notice how leveraged the company is and I said okay so why are they so leveraged why do they have so much debt on their balance sheet and the kids are just starting out in their research and I they of course didn't know but they were in tune enough to know that it was out of sync like it looks it looks odd which is great and um, so they, so we kind of came down to, well, we'll find out the answers by the end of the semester. So, well, that's the best any of correct. us can hope for that's in life. You notice the problem and solve what, what made it happen. Right. Do you have any closing thoughts? Anything that was really important to you that we didn't touch on? I sometimes miss the obvious. Um, well, I think probably the one big thing that I would like to say is I, I, I think that, you know, I'm sitting here. Um, you know, having a nice discussion with you. I would like to say, I would like to thank all the people who support our our students and our business department from a community perspective, from a parent perspective. Um, you know, uh, it takes a village, I guess you could say, in, in, in everything. And people are so interconnected and so wonderful to work with. We have a great department. Our department is constantly looking at ways to try to help our students um, succeed. And we're in the process of doing a program approval through New York State, um, which that program approval 
process, once we have that program approval in pl place, it will help our students to have additional graduation options. It will give them, if they choose, they can use um, their coursework in business to help them to satisfy um, the requirements to either get a local diploma, um, a region's diploma, or um, a region's diploma with distinction, because they can use that what they call a CTE pathway to help them um, instead, they can substitute it or use it in addition to um, the region's requirements. And so it gives our students a lot, it gives them a lot more options. options yeah. And as we know, not every student fits into this little, little box of how students should get to the end game. And so this gives them another set of options. And so we're really looking forward to putting that program approval in place. Um, we'll probably need some people out in the community because part of the program approval process is to have an outside um, look at our programs and that help us to evaluate them from the external um, perspective and give us input into like will these things that we're putting in place help students to um, become valuable members of society either in terms of employment or just in general and so we'll look for some maybe some outside businesses who could partner with us and give us that outside lens um, you know, and you know, I just really want to say thank you to people. Thank you, thank you very much for all your support. Thank you, support, support to our school to work program. Thank you to you know for supporting our internships, and thank you for supporting our backpack program. I know one more company, Marsala's, um, Marsala's Appliances. They oh, yeah. just recently um, uh, were willing to donate a, a refrigerator to us for our backpack program. So we have some place to store food. So we just found out about this. this this past week so oh, i would great. like to say thank you to them as well. well right back at you joan thank you you're very welcome <laughs> that's great so joan has just shared with me a really interesting anecdote that kind of typifies the value of this school to work program if you could just fill us in on that sure so we had i just received recently an email from lee saravillo who is uh, head of the Alumni Association over at U University of Albany. And um, Lee has one of our students from our School to Work program who has been working with him uh, and his staff um, over at the uh, Alumni Center. And the gist of it was the parent had been out to dinner and in Loudonville, so not even right here in Gilderland, but they were out to dinner and one of the workers, the the office people from uh, the alumni house saw them and went over and greeted the student and just said hello to the student and, and shared with the parents what a wonderful job the student had been doing at um, the alumni house and what a pleasure it was to have the student working there and you know it just brought so much joy to them working with her and um, they saw how much she had learned and accomplished over the period of time that she was working with them and the dad had written to Lee to just thank him because he looked at his daughter as this 
coworker, um, Jennifer, was just praising his daughter. And he could just look at his daughter and see the pride that was on her face and see how that moment made her feel so valued and so connected. And um, he just he just you know let Lee know that it was a something that he didn't often get a chance to see on his daughter's face and um, how much he appreciated the effort that that Lee's team went to to help his daughter feel that way so oh, it, it I was have just, goosebumps listening yeah. to that that's so a wonderful that's, story because yeah. it kind of crystallizes what the program is about. Correct. Exactly. That's exactly. Great. It's it's so essential from both the workplace standpoint and from the student standpoint as well. So well, just thank you for sharing that. You're very welcome.